The Red Wings defeated the New Jersey Devils last night in the final game at Joe Louis Arena, the final score of 4-1. to one. Uh, The highlights, of course, that was one of the highlights, but a lot of the highlights came afterwards as uh, legends from Red Wing history took to the ice and took to the podium. Steve Eiserman spoke, as did our next guest. He simply is the greatest coach in the history of hockey. History of sports. I was going to say, in my opinion, the greatest coach in the history of team sports, and he joins us here on the Jamie and Stoney Show. He's the one and only Scotty Bowman on 97.1 The Ticket. Hey, Scotty, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How cool was uh, last night, Scotty? Yeah, it was uh, worth waiting for, for sure. Uh, and uh, I noticed most of the fans, uh, there wasn't very many that left, so they, it was a good ending for sure. It, what is it about uh, Joe Lewis? Is it the building itself, or is it just the, the memories and the people that made that place so special? Well, I think it's a lot of things, uh, obviously. that You see the same people there. They don't leave. You know, uh, all the people uh, they, that you saw. I mean, I, I left... Uh, well, I, I left coaching in '02, and uh, you just walk through uh, wherever you go. It uh, doesn't matter where you are. You, you see the same people. They stay on. So, you know, it's been a historic team. Uh, the longevity of a lot of the players. Uh, players wanted to come there, and players wanted to stay. So, with that formula, you know, and you had the terrific uh, ownership, and, uh, you know, it was, uh, I guess, uh, not all 38 years, but certainly the the last 25 of the, that uh, was terrific, you know. Scotty Bowman with us here on 97 won the ticket. Um, Scotty, you mentioned during your speech last night two names. Uh, you mentioned a lot of names, actually, but two names in particular were Nicholas Lidstrom and Steve <laughs> Eiserman, you know, two captains back-to-back. You had the pleasure of coaching yeah. both those guys. I mean, did did, they, did those two, in a way, set the tone for everybody else? You had so many great players that you were able to coach here in Detroit, but are those the two guys who you think kind of set the tone? Well, for sure. I mean, I don't know of any team in history that would have two players that would have played over 20 seasons with the same team, you know, and never played anywhere else. Uh, I doubt if that'll ever happen again. Uh, and it just shows, uh, you know, they, they were both... Uh, in history, I mean, there's been some great Red Wing players. Go well, back. Uh, I was fortunate enough and, and young enough to, to see them in the 50s, and uh, I was growing up in Montreal, and the rivalry was terrific. I used to go up there as a teenager and just watch these players. Uh, I used to go up early to the to the forum because uh, I don't know. I just I guess because the both teams were always battling out for the cup. And, uh, you know, I used to watch these players uh, come out of the taxi cabs uh, three or four at a time, well-dressed, coming in to play a terrific team. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's so much history. I didn't, I didn't know I'd ever end up with, uh, with, the, with the Red Wings because, you know, I started with Montreal in 1956 uh, full-time as a, as a junior coach. And uh, I stayed there 10 years before I went into the NHL with expansion. Then I went back for eight more years. But, uh, you know, I spent 15 terrific years in Detroit, uh, nine as a coach, and I stayed with the team as a consultant for another six years before I went with my son in Chicago. So it's, it's a special place for me, for sure. You, 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 my, my daughter my daughter went to Michigan, and, uh, you know, there's so much time here for us. You, you, you mentioned Steve Eiserman. There's always been this, I don't know if it's a myth or whatever, that – you guys came close to trading him after, I guess, the failures of 94. Is there any truth to that? 
Not really. You know what happened? Uh, the, the Red Wings had appointed a, a, a president, Bill Evo, a really nice gentleman. Uh, he only stayed a year or two. Uh, you know, it was, it was not much work for that, that position because every, every other position was filled. And he used to go to the board meetings, and he did come back once. Uh, it was more or less a uh, Ottawa was just starting in the league, and they were they were grasping at straws, looking to see how they could start their franchise. And Steve came from Ottawa, although he played junior in Peterborough, Ontario. He still was an Ottawa native, and he came back and mentioned that Ottawa, if we ever wanted to trade Steve Eisenman, and I, I I talked to Bill Evo. I hadn't known him very long, and I said, Bill, it's a, it's a no. A no-brainer because uh, it wouldn't matter if he if he was even available ever. Um, Mr. Illich uh, treated uh, Steve like a son, another son. They were that close, and I said he's been the franchise. Well, he came in '82. Uh, this is probably around the mid '90s, and I said, uh, you know, and that's. But those things have legs when it when it gets in into the out of the uh, privacy of wherever, however it happened. I don't remember. But no, I, I I just said to Bill, there's no chance that this will ever happen, whether whether it was a reality or not. I don't think so. I think it was just a, a figment of somebody in Ottawa. I mean, I can't blame them. They were looking to to start their franchise, you know. But uh, it, it wasn't going to happen for sure. Scotty Bowman with us, joining us here on the Troy Laser Hotline. Jamie and Stoney, ninety-seven, won the ticket. Um, Sony brought up the story, so I, I guess everyone's asking of your favorite Joe memory. And of course, you were famously booed then at the, at the opening night the next year for even considering yeah. this. But then you guys, of course, won in '97. Eiserman said he thought the booing was ridiculous, and you got a great standing ovation from the Joe crowd that night. And then, of course, your career as a coach ended in 2002 when you were able to win the Stanley Cup and then tell everybody you were retiring. Is that? Is that last moment in 02, is that your Joe moment, Scotty? Is that the one that stands out? Uh, I think the first cup, uh, and I know it's been there's been some queries of the greatest moment in Red Wing uh, history of it at the Joe. Uh, winning the, the cup in 97, when I think back, uh, I think going in, our expectations maybe weren't. We, you know, we had we'd been swept in uh, 95 by uh, an underdog team, New Jersey Devils, and we were playing uh, uh, the number one team in the, in the league at that time, uh, the Philadelphia Flyers. They were still rolling along uh, with Eric Lindros and the Legion of Doom line. And, I, you know, we, we went into Philly and won the first two games, and that was uh, quite an accomplishment right in itself. And then getting game three, and then I just remember uh, getting ready for game four. I was always nervous about, uh, you know, you, you get nervous in a lot of games, but, I was always more nervous when, when we were trying to win a fourth game, knowing how close you could come, and especially when you're up three to nothing. People were driving around the suburbs of Detroit and the city with rooms hanging out of their trucks and cars. <laughs> and I, I was saying, boy, we still have another game to win. But So I think the 97 Cup win, but I would put the 02 win was special because I had uh, we had an Olympic break in February, and I, I had thought about it leaving uh, previously for about two or three years before that, wondering when I when my time would be up. So uh, I made up my mind, though, and I didn't want to have a circus, so I didn't tell anybody. But I, I was pretty convinced. That it, it made it pretty easy, uh, obviously, uh, going out with a win. But I, I was pretty determined that I was going to try something else. 
you know, and uh, so the O2 and 97 are, are really special. And I mean, every cup is special for sure. Yeah. I, I, I'm just curious when you, when you see where, where the Red Wings are now, realistically, how long do you think it'll take to get back to where at least they're competitive for a well, Stanley Cup? And, and, and how, do you, how do you get back to where they were? Well, they have a handful of players. They're not like a, an expansion team that's starting up because, you know, when you think of uh, some of the younger players, I know he didn't have a banner year this year, but Dylan Larkin, I was sitting with Red Barrington last night. And he was remarking the fact that he's just 20 years old. And uh, you know he had him as a as a, as a, a freshman in uh, Michigan, and and you know young man, so, uh, it'll take a couple of years. Uh, the division, though, if you look at the division, um, I mean they're in a, a fairly tough division, but uh, um, you know the, Toronto's got a lot of young players uh, finishing down near the bottom, three or four years in a row. You know you get a, a number one pick like Matthews, a number four pick like Marner. Another eighth, eighth pick overall. You don't. Re- I mean, the Red Wings still have Mantha. They got uh, um, uh, Young Larkin. They got uh, Anthony Sylvia. And you know, they they've got they, uh, Jimmy Howard might come back in 32 or 33, but he's still he's still a goalie that could could do it. Um, I think they got some good drafts this year, but those drafts are going to take about two to three years, unless you get a lower pick uh, in the top. I'm going to say top seven or eight. Uh, that player usually needs a couple of years before he can make. Look at Manfred; that's the best example. He was drafted around 18 or 20. So I, I don't think the division, though. Ottawa, uh, Montreal, uh, they they've patched up pretty well. They're in the playoffs this year. Uh, Tampa's got a good young team. Florida, Florida's got some young players, but not a lot more than Detroit. So when you look look at the at the division they're in. I mean, that, that's what the first thing you got to do is you got to look at that division. That other division, the Atlantic division, is so tough. I mean, you got established teams, Washington, Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, they're not going to go away. Columbus has been uh, rebuilding. So I would, I would think going into the new building will be pretty exciting. Uh, can it be an advantage again uh, like the Joe was? That's hard to say because uh, new buildings are not as – uh, I don't know. The, for the visiting team, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot different for them coming into all the, uh, you know, the good things that are going to be with a new building. But I, I, I think they'll be in the mix. They were in the mix this year. Uh, I think they, they really suffered with the loss of Howard. Uh, they were counting on him, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's, it's close, you know. Uh, they got to battle it out, though. Hey, Scotty, we really appreciate the time. Great having you back in Detroit yeah. last night, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Scotty. Scotty Bowman, the best there ever was. At uh, I agree with you. Team sports, NHL, you name it. Joining us here on the Troy Laser Hotline on 97.1 The Tickets.